Hi, welcome to Staying In with Emily and Kamel. The bonus episodes. Uh, you're going to find out something right now that... Uh, so we've already recorded the conversation with Issa. Issa Rae's on this podcast. You're going to listen to it. You're going to listen to it. Yeah. Guess what happened during that that you don't know? Me? I didn't start recording immediately. Are you kidding me? But I only me? missed the first 30 seconds. So this Kumail? conversation will start. It was literally just 30 seconds. Hey, I feel bad. I know, I know. So what you probably missed is that Issa answered the phone and did a, hey, God, like did a beautiful greeting. I know, it was a beautiful to greeting. To start off the podcast. Issa, she was great. I'm so sorry. She was full of light and love. And she was like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> and then we talked about, this is when I started recording, uh, how I had just killed a huge cockroach in our house yeah. right before <laughs> making this call. And and Isa asked, did you hear the cockroach crunch? And I said, well, the first time I couldn't kill it because I didn't want to hear the cockroach crunch. So I thought I killed it. I tried to pick it up and it scurried away. So the next time I screamed and killed it so I couldn't hear the cockroach crunch. What a great recreation. And by the way, I do remember then you looking over at the machine. You yeah. hit it well. Great actor. Kumail Nanjiani. It was like 45 seconds. Academy Award winning performance for you not letting me know that you realized the mistake you'd made. Yeah, I just didn't want it to be a big part of it. But uh, again, <laughs> it's again, but that one was like five minutes. This was 30 Professional seconds. Professional podcasters, Emily and Kumail. Here we are. We're staying in with Emily and Kumail with our guest, uh, Issa Rae, who is amazing. And uh, we mentioned this at the end of the podcast, but watch The Lovebirds on Netflix, May 22nd. That's this Friday. Oh, it's on Friday. Okay. I wasn't sure which day it was. Friday, Friday, Friday. And is it Friday at midnight or is it Saturday at midnight? No, it's Thursday at midnight. Okay. So Thursday night, technically Friday morning. Totally. So everybody stay up late. Stay up late and watch the movie. And we'll see you soon. Thank you, guys. Oh, my God. I am still reeling from the, this cockroach I killed. Okay. Well, <sighs> let's get it. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I was going to say, you two have been seeing a lot of each other because you've been doing a lot of press we from sure have. respective homes. Yeah. How um, how has it been? I'm just curious for both of you. How has it been doing a full press tour from your home? Very convenient, but also <laughs> sad. Like, I, I usually hate press junkets. Um, I don't know about you, Camille, because you do them so well, but at least like you're in a hotel, there's food, you get to interact. Like I kind of miss interacting with Camille, like I, with my co-star. There's something mm-hmm. fun about that, you know? And you guys do have a really good chemistry together. And I, I imagine as much as you can say like, oh, it's over Zoom. We're still like, it's not the same. No. It really isn't. No. Yeah. It's, uh, I feel the exact same way. So with like these uh, junkets, you know, you know, you have those days where you like, you're in New York at a hotel and you get up at five and you get your hair and makeup done. And then you, you go and you do like four morning shows and then you, like, you have an hour to get lunch. And yep. they're like, the food's not here and they're stressed out because you got to go to the fucking Yahoo space to do some <laughs> goddamn Q&A the, or whatever. The build series. It's always it's, a build series. The build series. <laughs> Yes, we've done it many times. Yeah, I've like never AOL heard of it. or something. It's not even <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. trying to hide that somewhere down there. Like, yeah, yeah, it's AOL, but build series. There's like a disinterested crowd of 13 people there. <laughs> There's people outside the window, like looking in. <laughs> like it's the Today what Show. What a weird thing. <laughs> so it's exhausting, but I'm exactly like Isa. Like now that it's happening like this, it's a little sad, but much more convenient. Yeah. I feel like. People are trying to explain why Zooms 
in general are kind of awful and exhausting. And I, I, no one, I don't, I don't know. I had, I, I know that they are. They are. I don't know. They, they yeah. You're, like even being in the writer's room, I feel more tired. I was like, why do I feel tired? And I've only been sitting for four hours. But did you read that article about why it's kind of unhealthy? No. What did it say? Well, you're adjusting. Your eyes are constantly adjusting to positions on screen. Not only are you staring at a screen all day, but like it takes a lot of brain processing. Apparently, Mm. you know, with the camera adjusting, there's just a lot of work that your brain is doing while actively being on a Zoom call for, for long periods of time. That kind of makes sense. Like you're, you're having to look at everyone's faces kind of simultaneously and you can't. And also, and they're tiny. The faces are tiny. The other thing is you're always like, there's no moment where you aren't being seen and you can't do that thing where you can like make eye contact with someone when someone's saying something stupid. Like, yeah, that's what I miss. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Someone said something really wonky on a group call I was on the other day and my eyebrow went up in like a very like, uh, what the fuck did you just say manner? And then I had to pretend I was yelling. <laughs> Smooth. Like, and again, I think, I think people are constantly staring at me, but maybe they're not. Do you know what I mean? Like if there's eight people on there, they're not constantly staring. At I me. guarantee you that I'm staring at you. There's one person that I focus <laughs> on and I'm like, oh, it's, it's kind of like, oh, they don't even know that I'm staring at them. Because it gives you oh, something to do. that's a pretty do. good point. Yeah, they, they have no and, way and of also, knowing. You can look really closely. That is the one advantage of Zoom. I get to like really study like, is that a mole? I've always wanted to. <laughs> 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 you always wanted to be like, what is the deal with that part what of their face? Now's my chance. <laughs> I would love to Zoom with Christian Bale because he has a mole right beside his eyeball. Like between his eye and his nose. Yeah. that I th- when, I, when he played Batman, I always thought, oh, he's having to put black makeup on that mole. <laughs> oh, wow. Because they always put the black makeup around the eyes for the cowl, Batman's cowl. I just want to know what that thing is. Well, you should make that happen. Be, you can make that I happen I should Zoom easily. with Christian Bale. Let's Zoom with Bale. You should be like, hey, I have a movie to pitch you. <laughs> it's a hashtag, hashtag Zoom with Bale. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get that trending. It's clearly going to be a I'm important. on it. The, the other thing I've noticed, Lisa, in these interviews right now is that uh, a lot of people get very serious very quickly. It's like a serious time. But it's something, then, then it's the transition. Like, you can't be serious <laughs> and then transition into, okay. So, well, yeah. it's, it's always that, like, like, so this movie, I had a great time watching it after, like, talking about how difficult it is. We're going to have to leave Los Angeles. I don't know what we're going to do. Exactly. A lot of people do. <laughs> who interview you, they don't even want to hear how you're doing. They just want to say how they're doing, which is great. Like, they just want to share it. Yeah. Which is, like, fair to them because then, like, I have to talk about your potentially shitty movie. So you're going to hear my grievances right now while you're <laughs> while you're examining my home. You know? Like, yeah. while you're seeing how I live and I get to see how you... Great for you that you get to promote a movie while I'm just trying not to get fired by my publication. <laughs> that is such a good point that I had not thought of. They really, you owe them. You owe each and every one of these people please, something. Please, Most of them are lovely. Yes. Most of them are lovely. You know what I don't like? What question I don't like is when they're like, so what's it like um, kissing your co-star? <gasps> that I, was, ooh. Somebody asked you guys that? Yeah, and Isha did this thing with her hand where she was like, 
She, I, even though you know you can't tell who who's looking at who, somehow it was positioned perfectly where she kind of like looked over to her left, which is to where my window was somehow, and she like just like gestured to me like start talking, Camille. <laughs> Do you, but I imagine you get those questions a lot about insecure as well because I will say insecure gets more intimate. There's more filmed intimacy than there is in the Lovebirds, which is an amazing movie. <laughs> Everybody watch it, May twenty second. Um, but I imagine you get those questions a lot about insecure. Yeah, people. Um, some people there's like a faction of viewers who are convinced that all of our sex scenes are real. So because of that, Ooh. I promise you, I've had to argue people down. Like I'm not literally having like sex on the show and neither are any of you know my co-stars so there's there's that element where i've gotten those questions and um those aren't fun but at least you know it's it's (laughs) you've got some very devoted fans and it's because this show's amazing this season's been so good thank you thank you so much Uh, what a great depiction and i know you've talked about this a ton so we don't but of of female friendship and when stuff just starts going a little weird with someone you were very close to and you have no way, you have no vocabulary to talk about it and then it's too late. It really was, it was every season I find something in it that it's like, I have never seen that depicted. Thank you. I have never seen that depicted. Starting in season one with the relationship you and Jay Ellis had and how it kind of wasn't terrible but wasn't great. It's just always, there's always an avenue of, of something I've experienced in my life that I've never seen on screen before and never realized I'd never seen it until I watch your show. Thank you so Thank much you for that. that. That's so dope. Yeah, that, I mean, that's definitely something that we talk about in the room is just trying to showcase those kind of moments that you underestimate and that you don't necessarily put much thought into, but that are just all real moments that we share. So thank you for that. Yeah, and it's such a weird thing that like we we have explored so many areas of relationships, but somehow that is still kind of left. I don't know why it's still kind of left as a thing that doesn't feel like we haven't figured out quite a way to like, it's not a thing that's widely talked about. Like friendships kind of souring in this odd little way. It's so interesting. It's always talked about on, I would say different extremes. Like it's either like we are frenemies or we are best friends who ride for each other in death and then drive off a cliff together. I don't know. It's, it's, it's those little, those little, um, communication breakdowns. I just find so fascinating, fascinating cause I'm guilty of it. And it's so guilty. Yeah. It, it just, and I think everybody is, and, and sometimes you just don't realize how. Yeah. And the other, yeah. And within that, what the show captures really well is when things are like weird with a friend, you don't realize right then. Mm-hmm. It's always like a little bit later where you're like, yeah, things with that person have been weird for a See, while. I hear you saying that. I disagree. I or you know immediately. I think I know as soon as it starts. You know the you know the <laughs> dinner where that happened. Yeah, I, I don't know what always <laughs> caused it, but I can always tell when I go home and I'm like, well, that was weird. weird. Yeah. Like, something was off and I don't know why, but something was off. And you always try to still give them the benefit of the doubt in a way. Just like maybe, okay, this had to be a rough time for them. So I'm not going to bring it up because I don't want to make it feel like, you know, (laughs) and then it can get worse, you know, without you realizing. Suddenly you look up and it's like, oh, when did we get here? Yeah, when do we get to the point where I'm like trying to find other people to talk to <laughs> about my problems because somehow you're not my person anymore and I forgot. Yeah. I didn't realize that that happened. I, I will say one, I've been there once when Emily and her friend at a dinner where they had their weirdness start and my... Uh, <laughs> you were aware. Do me a favor, next time, leave me out of it. <laughs> 
I don't want to be there to see that happening. Fine. It was a weird dinner. That was a weird dinner. Yeah, leave me out of it. I'm sweating thinking about that dinner. Was she Um, aware too? We still don't know. (gasps) Um, That's a good... It is a thing that we've discussed kind of around, but I've never said... That you were so it was so weird. During, I've never said that it was so weird. But you guys we kind of okay. got to it. We're okay now. Okay. We're okay now. But I think you, as you know, like I feel like the friendships never go back to where they were. Yeah. But they're not supposed to. Mm-mm. It seems like. Mm-mm. And I, f- I find that most TV shows when they have friends fight, it's always like because they're just looking for something to happen to make other things happen within the show. Whereas that's what I really appreciated is like this was part. It's just, it's a function of both of your lives and your friendship, but it's not, it wasn't put there because we we're like, well, I don't know what we're going to do at the end of the season. Right. No, that's like, that was, it felt very intentional um, and very thoughtful, which I, I really appreciated. Because I hate when they just have like, a, girls are fine. And then the next episode, they're like, what are you doing? And you're like, oh, cool. Yeah. You couldn't figure out how to end the season. I got it. I got it. <laughs> the other thing that your show has that a lot of uh, shows that are about friendships don't have, as you can see, why you guys are friends you know mm, there are other true. shows where clearly they're like oh we need a person like this we need a person like this i won't name names of shows but at some point you're like these people would never be friends in real life mm. but with your yeah. show you see the connection between all the different characters yeah appreciate <laughs> but enough about that let's Isa. uh lovebirds um did you guys uh do any improv oh my on god set? <laughs> <laughs> no we stuck to the script exactly <laughs> Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. If these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Isa, I was trying to think of quarantine questions that we have not been asked. What are you eating these days? Oh, okay. Ooh, I'm cooking a lot. I'm eating a lot of sweet potatoes. I'm <gasps> so yeah, right. It's, it's <laughs> just it's the perfect food. I think when you're trying to be healthy, but you're also trying to be like you're trying to get full. Like there's so many things that you can do with it. Sweet potatoes are a magical food, um, but also agree. Uh, I, I just got off of this, but yeah, these world world's best cookie dough cookies um, have been the death of me. Excuse me. <laughs> tell, tell me more. Please tell me more. They are cookie dough stuffed cookies. And I have oh, been no. an evangelist for them just because they're like these mega, they, they, it's, it's pornography. If you go to their Instagram, the way they break these cookies open and you see the gooey cookie dough inside and they make, you know, these custom flavors, that has been my life. Okay. Okay. Is that the fat and weird cookie thing? That's different. So the fat and weird cookies, yeah, that I that I sent you, that was my first cookie obsession, yeah, and then it led me to these even better cookies. Okay, I'm gonna look that up. So and they're see cookies that, that have cookie dough inside. It's like having a chicken with like an egg inside it. Kumail, mm. you made it sound disgusting. So. Yeah, you did. <laughs> No, I've really been into chicken with an egg inside it right now, and <laughs> that's my obsession. Uh, 
It's like it would be like any cookie that has like a molten like something yes. like inside of it that's not cooked. Thank yeah, you for yeah. that better description. Yes, that, <laughs> that's that, what I'm that going for. Amazing. And had you cooked a lot before this? Have you have you enjoyed cooking before this? I hadn't cooked in at least two years because yeah. you know you guys know this life. But set has food, and you know, when you're in the writers' room, there's food there. There's just always food and so I, I also just never had time to cook by the time I come home I'm exhausted so I do love it I used to do Blue Apron for a while yes yeah absolutely Are you- not a sponsor but <laughs> <laughs> not, not at all nope um, but I'm, I imagine they're doing really well right now well, I imagine they're fine they don't have want to have anything to do with us but I imagine they're fine yep. uh, yeah I find myself like getting excited for noon like when I'm like oh I'll get to go do something else yeah cook. where are y'all getting your recipes fun? from though Ugh. We've made up some stuff, but we're also um, you. You find stuff online, I right? I like you- Google stuff, but I, I'm not loyal to anyone. You know what I mean? Like I don't have it. I don't trust anyone fully, so I can't. I can't be like I'll turn to Cindy. She's got the good shit. I don't. You also have a friend in Atlanta who's a cook who you use sometimes to figure out why certain things aren't turning out. Yeah, right. oh. my friend in Atlanta who is just now at home playing uh, GTA with his time and had made a hot sauce the last time we went to his restaurant. Had yeah, made he it. made his own hot sauce. It was really good. It was amazing. But now I'll be like, what do I do with pulled chicken? And he'll be like, oh, here's some stuff you should put Oh, that's it, amazing. Yeah, L, I still have not gotten it right. Sorry, sorry, pal. Because he also <laughs> listens to the podcast and then will text me while he's listening to it, just responding what's the, to the podcast. <laughs> what's the best meal you guys have made? Well, what's the best meal you guys have made that includes sweet potatoes? I'm going to take that with me. Honestly, we usually end up just baking them and eating them on their own. Got it. With like kind of naked. But Issa, last night we did this thing. We, you know, once a week we go and get food from outside. And we went to this place that had like Yucatan food. That was the theme. That was the, and they did this uh, sweet potato. I'll send you like, I took a picture of like the card that explains what it was. They like bury it and cook it. And it was. They bury it and cook it. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was like the skin was really crispy somehow. Ooh, yeah. And it was it, like it was like a little gooey inside, but it also was like, so good. It was and like crystallized parts of it. It had like caramel. Oh, my God. I couldn't quite understand. Yeah. I, I don't know how to make that, but <laughs> it was really, really amazing. I'm going to figure that out. OK, okay. I'll what's, figure it out. What's the best thing you've made with sweet potatoes? Uh, I've just been doing a lot of hashes, so I'm not like, Ooh, okay. this is, I am by no means cooking great food. It's good and it's getting me by, but my sweet potato hash game is phenomenal. What is it? Camille is rock hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> His eyes went so wide. He loves hash more than anything. I, I made hash. Yours is going to be better, but the hash I made was sweet potato, pastrami, and eggs. And it was really okay, good. Okay, I had eggs in mine. It's not, it, it, mine either has bacon, sometimes it has um, grilled chicken. It's not, like I haven't, oh, no, this is this was nasty. I had goat and I was like, oh, bitch, let me mm. see what goat does. But goat does not work in a sweet potato <laughs> hash at all. So don't did you make goat? I did. I got it. I went to this like, um, this Asian market on, I don't know, it was in Koreatown, and uh, they just had goat. Like, sing- I love goat. I love goat. And I Me eat too. Oh, it's so food. good. Y'all have to go to this Somalian food spot that's in Inglewood if you ever want to make the trek. It's called Banadir, and they have the best goat ever. 
Um, but yeah. Well, I, what I love about right now in Los Angeles is that that would take us not very long. Like if true. you can get anywhere in Los Angeles in like 15 minutes right now, it's kind of a dream. That is true. So make that trek. Check it out. But Okay, I grew up eating goat, so that sounds great. Yeah. So, But goat and sweet potato didn't go together. No, not in a hash. I would have had to find a different recipe. And there are like Senegalese recipes that I'm dying to, to try that would include both. That sounds amazing. I like that you're like actually going for like real, like you're making real food and not just being like, I'm going to put this item and this item together, which is that I, instead of following recipes, I end up just being like, I like these two things. Let's see if they taste good together. Um, spoiler alert. They often do not. <laughs> but it's like, you have to find out for yourself. Like, I think for me, yeah. this is a, the, the peak moment to satisfy your curiosity, all of your food curiosity. Cause it's really just, you know, it's, it's up it's, to you. It's just for us. you. Yeah. It's just a- it's just us out here by yep. ourselves yeah. My God. trying to figure out I, how to eat meals. I'm always like, and when's the next meal? Yeah. Oh, a few hours. Okay, cool. I'll, 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 I'll just find something to do until then. It'll be <laughs> that fine. That is so true. My, my day is just literally planned around my meals. Like that is the most important, most, you know, the happiest time of my day. Yep. It's also like when my parents visit and all we do is like just I, it's just living from meal to meal. And like, what do we do between the meals? I f- that's where I am now. You it's like, over plan when your parents visit. That's true. But you, we did a we did a good <laughs> job when they were in we were we were in London last year and they came to London for Christmas. They'd never of, left the country. before. <gasps> they'd never left the country before <laughs> they came to London. And it was the first time they'd left the country. And that was a good mix of planning and not planning. Trying, okay, what trying. was the food situation for you? Because I'm, ugh, you have to convince me. I know that they have great, like, ethnic foods, but what, is that all you were doing? Or did you actually find any English food that was delicious? They have really, they have a, they, their food scene, I think, is better than LA. And it's like s- sort of as good as New York. They've but, really, and people dare say that in the last 10 years, they've really upped their game. But you also have to like skip past to like, oh, pub food. Like it, pub food's fine. It's delicious. A lot of people love it. But that to me is like, that's a starter kit. And then like the, uh, London's so much more than that. To just reduce it to like pub food is right. like. Well, it's, it's a lot of great anymore. Indian Pakistani mm-hmm. food and what they have that we don't have here really is first of all la is pretty hard up for good pakistani indian food Mm. but they have great pakistani indian food food that's authentic and they also have like michelin star indian pakistani food that'll be yeah yeah they like sort of do it up a little bit so it'll be like french style indian pakistani food they're doing like different things with it just because they've had it for longer and uh, pakistani indian immigrants are just a much bigger part of the population and like mainstream culture right yeah uh so so there's really uh, we went to a lot of uh, like Michelin star and like restaurants, paleo restaurants. Like they, they kind of what? yeah. They, it's yeah. I just made paleo, paleo pancakes this morning. That's my <gasps> shit. Birchbender, yes, is that what you yes, yes. <laughs> Which yes. One? They're so good. They really, really are. I love it. Yeah, I'm a. I thought I was really good at making them, and then Kumail just was like, "I'll try to make them," and it turns out he's much better, <laughs> and that is infuriating. <laughs> Do you make them thick or a little bit very thick? Okay, I got it. Very thick, yeah. I think that's maybe my problem because maybe yours are better because you don't do that. That excitement of like when you're going to flip and you're oh, like, oh, yes, I hope this color. Yes, yes. I have it in my yes. head. I started adding like dark chocolate chips to mine. Woo, game Jesus. changer. That's a very, very good idea because we were actually talking about doing that tomorrow. We're so going to we'll, do it tomorrow, yeah. We'll maybe do that Kill tomorrow. Um, so I have one last question because I know we're, uh, we've, we've all got shit to do. 
But um, the so I've gotten really good uh, since this quarantine started. I used to not. I have vitamins I'm supposed to take with every meal. I never took my vitamins before. Uh, like I never took them. I, it would be like a miracle if I got them all done in a day. But now I am really good at taking all my vitamins. Hmm. Is there anything that you are now really good at? that you were not great at before the quarantine. And I don't mean like a new skill. I mean like a part of your life that you were like not always nailing that you're nailing. Wow. Um, (laughs) Sleeping (laughs) consistently. That's really it. Now I feel like I need to find something better, but that's it. Like I'm like, Oh, I'm actually getting the, the rest that I actually need. Like I was not doing that before. And I realized how much my body needs it and my brain needs it. Um, and it makes me happier. Like, you know? Yeah. I didn't realize how much that contributes. That's perfect. I mean, vitamins are not like the most sexy thing. <laughs> I think that's the thing, like, realizing like, oh, these are things that I was neglecting that I'm going to try to go forward from all this if we ever get out of this to be like, oh, I'm going to try to make sure I take vitamins, my yeah. vitamins more. Yeah. yeah. So maybe you'll get to sleep more. Maybe yeah. you'll make more. I don't know. Maybe that'll be a thing. I just hope I'm uh, not for sad me. after this. Yeah. Oh, sad? Yeah. Like when it's over? Yeah, because I mean, to your point, like, are you going to remember to take vitamins? Or am I going to be able to sleep? Like, I guess you have to make a conscious effort. But I'm sorry, yeah. I interrupted your yours. Commitment. No, 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 I, no, that's exactly right. I think right. that's a very good point because I do think the stuff that we're now doing because we have the time, that's the stuff that we need to be careful that we're making room for in our lives in the future. Because now those of us that are privileged enough to be able to like not to work from home and not have to be on the front lines, like... What is it that we're going to take from this that we're going to be able to do intentionally from here on out? That's, yeah, shit. It's not going to be goat and sweet potato. What about you? What's the thing that you're, you've gotten better at? I feel like I've gotten better at taking time to do nothing and just like sit outside or look at a window and not be on my phone. You were doing that this morning. I came out of the bedroom and Camille was sitting in our front window with our cat just looking out the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you like, are you, are you intentionally thinking about something or are you just literally... I'm just enjoying looking out the window. I'm just looking at the stuff. There's no like goal in mind. I'm not trying to solve anything. It's just, I realize it really, really helps my anxiety level if I just take, and the other thing is because we're not out as much as we used to be. I realize I'm just not getting as much sun as I used to. So I'll just go and sit outside. Like some of the interviews that we've been doing, I'll just be like sitting in our backyard doing them. And I used to never do that. That's nice. There you go. That's something good. Vitamin D and doing nothing. Well, Issa, thank you for talking to us. We have our movie coming out. Lovebirds. The Lovebirds. (laughs) May 22nd on Netflix. Everyone, Everyone, please watch it. It's so good. Please watch it, you guys. Don't listen to them. Listen to me. It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, thanks for talking to us, Thank you, guys. This was a highlight. Thank you for having me on. Oh, Oh, have a good rest of your Saturday. It's nice to talk to you. You too. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.